Hey, what is up? It's Brian Lofermento here with episode 135 of the Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast. And this is a Strategy Wednesday episode where I've got an incredible guest. Her name is Kelly Roach, and she is going to reveal some incredible strategies behind how she has rapidly grown her coaching and consulting business to six figures after being an NFL cheerleader. Kelly is seriously amazing. I ask her some of the most direct and revealing questions ever, and she actually, she massively over-delivers and doesn't have any fluff about how you can actually start growing your business and how to start making money from a podcast without waiting around for sponsors. And really, she talks about how podcasting is a great strategy to enhance your brand and get you more customers and clients. I'm excited for this one. Let's jump in. excited to have Kelly Roach on the Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast. Kelly is a former NFL cheerleader turned Fortune 500 executive, and now she's the CEO of Kelly Roach International. As someone who built her business on the side of her corporate job before taking it full-time, Kelly then doubled her business when her daughter was a newborn and retired her husband at the same time. In addition to her entrepreneurial success, Kelly's also the host of top-rated podcast, Unstoppable Success Radio. We're going to talk about that a lot today. And the author of the 11 times international bestseller, Unstoppable, Nine Principles for Unlimited Success in Business and in Life. Kelly, you've got such a great intro. We're going to talk even more in depth about what you've been up to in your story, but welcome to the show. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you for the incredible introduction and I am super pumped to be here today. So thanks for having me, Brian. Awesome. It's our pleasure. And I'm going to allow you fill some gaps and tell listeners about your story, the parts of it that I missed and also clue them in. It's NFL season. What team did you cheerlead for? Oh man. Well, I cheered for the Philadelphia Eagles and we just got the, uh, we had the the rookie kicker um, come out and uh, get the longest, you know, field goal kick in, in the Eagles history this past Sunday to win the game. So that was pretty cool. It's excited about that. Yeah, I saw that. And actually, I saw that the quarterback said he would give the kicker his check. His paycheck, right? <laughs> I was watching that last night. I was saying to my husband, so is he doing it or what? When's his, <laughs> he's a pretty stand-up guy, so he might have to follow through on that now. Yeah, that's what I heard. So really cool background. But Kelly, how did you spin that experience of being an NFL cheerleader into becoming a Fortune 500 executive and now the CEO of your own worldwide business? Yeah, absolutely. Well, so it all kind of started back in my childhood. I came from a really big family. We struggled financially immensely. And so what that meant for me was I always had like three different jobs going on at any given time. And for me, when I was in college, I was waiting tables. I was babysitting. I was teaching aerobics. I was a cocktail waitress and an NFL cheerleader. So it was just one of my many jobs that I did um, to pay the bills while I was in school. And, um, you know, it was one of those things, Brian, where I had went to West Chester University because it was the school I was going to be in the least amount of debt. 
I had uh, grown up doing a lot of uh, very highly competitive dancing. I was an all-American all-star for cheerleading, and I wanted to continue. And I wanted to keep challenging myself. I didn't want to take a step backwards. They didn't have a Division One team for either of those sports at the school that I went to. So I was like, okay, I can either go backwards or I can go forwards. And I was like, heck yeah, I'm doing this. We're going pro. Um, because there wasn't a college team really for me to be a part of that I felt, you know, would, would challenge me and allow me to keep growing. So, you know, I did that during school and I learned a ton and, you know, it, it just gave me the opportunity to, to get comfortable presenting in front of people and interacting with everyone from the average Joe to the CEO and really refine my communication skills. And, and from there, when I graduated, um, I had this degree in communications. I had no idea what I wanted to do. So I kind of, you know, I, I fell into like the sales world because I felt like that was the best opportunity to start to take control of my own financial situation and, and really get myself in a position where I wouldn't have to struggle again. Yeah, I love that. And one thing that really resonates with me about your story, and it's something that I've intentionally done and something that students ask me about and listeners ask me about all the time, and that's that you have built your business around your personal brand as well as your personality. And I love that for a million different reasons because, quite frankly, you have no competition, Kelly. There are no competitors in your space because even if someone took all of your stuff, even if someone had the exact same material as you, they're not you. And so ultimately, Kelly Roach is the only one who can deliver the Kelly Roach experience. So I love that you've built your platform around that. Talk to me about that approach to business. How did you decide to make yourself the face of your business and build around a personal brand and inject so much personality into what you do? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think that's a great topic, Brian, for everybody listening, because I think that's the hardest thing to do when you're starting off. Because, you know, when you're getting started, it's usually for most people the first time in life where you are completely putting yourself out there, right? You're totally exposed. Um, even if you've done sales or marketing before, you probably did it for someone else. And now you're like putting yourself out there on the line. And, you know, we've moved into this day and age where people buy from people right? People mm -hmm. want to buy from a human and they have made bad buying decisions and they've been duped and they've had bad experiences. And so when they look to buy that, that next product, that next program, that service, that, you know, that thing, they want to feel a sense of rapport and trust with the person that they're buying from, which is why I think it is absolutely critical, especially if you're building an online business, uh, to, to do it based on people getting to know you. And you're absolutely right. I had a great question come in from one of my clients, uh, in one of my programs last week and she said, you know, Kelly, you create all these online courses and you do all these online programs, you know, what's to prevent people from stealing it? And I said, absolutely nothing. I said, there's 7 billion plus people on the planet and I am going to find enough honest ones um, to become very, very rich. And, you know, even if someone can steal your stuff, it's exactly what you said, Brian. I'm the only person in my space that was an NFL cheerleader, right? I'm the only person in my space that is doing the hybrid model of teaching people online and offline marketing, selling business to business and business to consumer there's special unique things about what we do and there's special unique things about you, Brian, and about every single person listening to this show that I think many businesses struggle to differentiate themselves and they spend a lot of time trying to figure out how to differentiate yourself. But in reality, just be you, just share of yourself because you in and of yourself are unique and you will then attract people that either see themselves as being like you or want to be like you. And those people will become your ideal clients. And that is how you will build that personal brand. 
Yeah, I totally dig that. And one topic that you raised that I haven't talked much on this podcast about, but literally almost every single student who joins any of my programs asks about it. And they ask exactly what you said, which is, how do I protect my stuff from being stolen? And the reality is, there's no way. I mean, look at HBO and Netflix. These are massive, massive billion-dollar industries where they even get their stuff stolen. There's nothing you can do, no matter how much money you have to protect it. But you nailed it, and you said, who cares? Those aren't your ideal customers anyways. They were never going to buy from you anyways. So, Kelly, I love your attitude towards that. And one part of your personal brand that really sticks out to me when I look from the outside in at your business is your platform. You've got such a good platform that there's no doubt about who Kelly Roach is and what her personality is like and and really the sheer authenticity and joy that you have for the way that you serve your people. And a lot of that focuses around your podcast, your Unstoppable Success Radio podcast. Talk to me about when you started that. What made you say, okay, now's the right time to start a podcast, and what has that done for your business? Yeah, absolutely. Well, the podcast has definitely been one of the most important strategic decisions that I've made in my business. And I'm the kind of person, Brian, that, you know, first of all, I have a three-year-old, two dogs, a house, a husband, and a three-ring circus going on around here. So what I I mean by sharing that is that when I make the decision to do anything in my business, it's with great thought and, and with immense strategy and with a very specific focus on how that extension of of the brand is going to tie into the bigger picture. And so for me, Brian, I started the podcast in, I guess it was the end of 2015. And when I did that, I did that with one specific goal to tear down the barrier between myself and my target market to gain greater reach to individuals around the world and to build trust, rapport and affinity with them so that when we do go to offer a product or a program or do a launch that I have thousands and thousands of people that have already been growing their business, have already been taking the tips and strategies that I teach every single week, have already been getting such amazing results for free that they would never steal my stuff. Of course, they would be willing to pay for it because they're like, oh my gosh, this is what I'm getting for free. I wonder what the experience would be like to work with Kelly. And that's exactly what it's done. So strategically, it's been very, very important for us. Um, We have a a really specific targeted approach to how we move people from podcast listener to email list subscriber to client. And we can definitely talk about that. But I'll just pause there because I know I just kind of gave a lot of information there. So I'll just see where you want to jump in. Yeah. And that's a lot of good information. And Kelly, I'm, I'm excited to have you on the show right now because so often I get asked this one question. I'm, I guarantee you get asked the same question of, oh, well, do you make any money from your podcast? And anytime people listen to mine, they can clearly see I don't take on sponsors. I don't want this to be a sponsor-based show because just like you, I want it to be a way for people to get into my ecosystem. So what's your answer to that question? How do you monetize a podcast without having sponsors? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, I'm the same place that you are, Brian, in that when you bring sponsors on your show, yes, you can get them to pay you, quote unquote, like an hourly rate or or whatever. There's an exchange that takes place for that airtime. But what you're doing, Brian, is instead of utilizing that time to move people to the next step in your ecosystem to buy your product, program, course, whatever the case, you're giving that away to someone else. So to me, there's an exponential factor far beyond what you can make from that little hourly stipend that you're going to get for someone giving 
giving away that advertising time, that can't compare to the exponential growth that comes from utilizing that time instead to move people through a strategic step-by-step process to becoming a client. Now, I will say we have a lot of people, Brian, that reach out to us directly right from the podcast that literally say they will get in touch with my team and they will say, I want to work with Kelly. Let me like get on a call with you. How do I figure out how to get started working with her? I've been listening to the show and my business is growing because of it. And I'm sure it's the same way with you. So it's not always about a funnel. It's not always about a 15 step this or a 35 step that. When you run a well-organized strategic show that is constantly positioning how you help people and telling them what you want to do next and sharing your products, your programs in a non-salesy, effective way with people that allows them to understand, hey, you're getting this here. And if you want to take a step further and actually have help implementing it, you know, get in touch with my team kind of thing. Um, many people will come directly from the podcast into a program without there ever being a long sequence or anything like that. But for us, the most important thing that we've done with the podcast, Brian, that has consistently produced new customers for us is utilizing lead digits to get people to opt in uh, directly from the podcast to a specific resource that they then get put in a funnel for. And then from the funnel, either we'll buy directly from the funnel, we'll get on a webinar and buy there, or kind of through that ecosystem, reach out directly to my team um, to join a product or program. But so many people over and over again, um, will land in one of my courses or my programs or, or, you know, even direct private coaching with me. And they say the same line over and over again. I was growing my business for free by listening to your show. Yeah. So when I knew I needed help, it was obvious that I needed to reach out to you. And I hear that one line over and over again. And that was my exact intention when I started the show. I love that. So many good pieces of advice and strategy that you just gave away in that answer right there. And I want to call out one thing in particular because I know a lot of listeners probably aren't familiar with lead digits by lead pages. Can you talk a little bit more about lead digits? Oh my gosh, I'm obsessed. It is by far like my favorite resource that we have started using in the past like couple years in my business. So when you sign up for the upgrade to lead pages, called lead digits. And when you sign up for lead digits, you get 10 different lead digits, which means you can select 10 words that represent 10 different free offers in your business. Now, don't get overwhelmed. You can just start with one. <laughs> we have 10, um, but you can start with one, right? And and so what I did when I started this show, Brian, was I said, okay, I'm going to focus on determining what is the set of opt-in points that are going to most closely correlate with each of the different programs that we run that we want to build a list, an interest list up for from the podcast to get ready so that when we launch those things, we have people that are ready to buy that we know are interested in that topic, so on and so forth. So literally, Brian, before I write an episode, I'm picking what text opt-in am I using and building this episode around? And then I reverse engineer the episode so that it's building excitement and curiosity and and passion and, and giving people tips and tactics and strategies they can use for that thing. But then it always leads into three times throughout the show, I'm inviting them to take the next step to get more. And here's the beautiful thing about it, Brian. Most people listen to podcasts on the go 
right? So the reason why you get such a high opt-in rate, obviously, from the text opt-in is because they're on their phone. But the reason why it's so successful to do this reverse engineering to get people to opt in to a specific thing is most of the time they're on the go when they're listening, which means they can't take notes. They can't take notes, they're driving or they're doing something else, which makes it hard to take the things that they got out of the show and be able to follow up on them later. So when you create something that allows them to circle back to that thing later that they can't do while they have their hands full, you are being of service to them. You are immediately adding 10 times more value than even the episode itself because you're saying, hey, I know you're busy. I know you're doing something else while you're listening to the show. I know you probably can't write this down right now. Here's the guide. Here's the full breakdown. You don't need to take notes. I already did that for you. Go get it right here. Does that make sense? Yeah, I love that strategy. And you're right. It's so easy. So if anyone's listening to this and they're wondering, well, how the heck do you have people text a phone number and then you deliver these freebies to them? The answer is Lead Digits, which is the tool that Kelly just recommended to everybody. So Lead Digits is a service through Lead Pages. It's super affordable. I think it's a couple hundred bucks a year. And you can simply choose a keyword. Like Kelly said, people text a number and it automatically responds to them with the freebie that you are offering and ask them for their email address. So really powerful technology there, Kelly. And thank you for sharing that with listeners. Now I want to speak to the listeners out there, the newer entrepreneurs or maybe even the entrepreneurs who are listening to you and I, Kelly, and they're saying, well, yeah, yeah, Brian and Kelly, of course it's easy for you guys. You already have these podcasts. You already have thousands of listeners. What do I do when I just start out when I've got zero listeners, zero episodes? Take me back to that time in your life, Kelly. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you're in a great position because you're listening to Brian's show (laughs) and you're giving them all the things that they need to be doing before they get started. So, hey, you're already a step ahead of most podcasters that get started. So that's awesome. But um, no, I would say, you know, uh, one of the rules that I teach all of my students is for every piece of content that you create, you should spend at least 10 times as much time and energy promoting it as you did creating it. It's a general rule of thumb, right? Because content, isn't king content that converts is king and the only way you can get content to convert is if people actually see it and if it's content that people actually want and need right so you know we've gotten past the stage of where just being in the game is enough it has to be um you know stuff that actually is is making for people but you you do have to work to promote it so you know what we did um when we first started the podcast was we actually put together kind of a an a to z process that we would follow for every single episode that got released for all the steps that we were going to take to promote that show from linkedin to facebook to private messaging the link to people to sending it out to the email list to asking the guests to promote it and so on and so forth and so You know, it really comes down to just having an organized plan, Brian, and realizing that um, you you earn fans, you aren't entitled to them, and everyone starts with zero. So the the best thing that you can do with yourself if you're thinking about starting a show is get started today because every day that goes by is a day that you could have been accumulating fans that instead you're now waiting until next week, next month, next year um, to, to get started on. Yeah, I totally dig that advice. And you're right. Start literally right now. It goes back to that Chinese proverb of the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is right now. 
And for people who seem in, or it seems intimidating from the outside, this whole podcasting thing, Kelly, right now you are just you and I are just talking on Skype, which is completely free. I've got a call recorder that I paid about ten bucks for, and that's it. After this episode, I'm going to export the MP3, upload it to a podcast host, and that's it. It'll hit Stitcher Radio, iTunes, all that. So you're right, the barriers to to entry are very low. And Kelly, I think you can vouch for this as as well as I can. Is that Despite the fact that it seems like there are so many podcasts out there, there aren't many people who are as consistent as you and I. There's still a lot of room to succeed here. Talk about how consistency has factored into your success, not only with the podcast, but in everything you've done. Because Kelly, you and I both know that consistency is what separates successful entrepreneurs from unsuccessful ones. Oh, I couldn't agree more. And, you know, I would say that that's, you know, at the very top of the list, I would say there's imperfect action. You know, there's consistency. Um, and, and and then there's just the ability and willingness to fail until you succeed. And I think those three things really are at the top of the list. You know, most people, Brian, don't do things in their business for long enough for it to become successful. So most people get out of the game before they're even in. And that's really the truth. And and that happens a lot with podcasting. So it might seem intimidating to get in the game and you might be like, oh, there's so many podcasts, this, that, and the other. But you know what? There's only one of you. So someone might listen to my podcast and they may like, completely be totally turned off by me and not like me at all. And you might do the exact same thing that I do, but your voice, your story, your way of interacting might be like, oh my gosh, like this person is like my mentor. They're the person I'm meant to link arms with. And and it's like that in the world. Like there's, you're just different people are attracted to different people. So, uh, you know, I would, I would say, don't, don't worry about comparing or competing. Um, be your own self and you will attract people that like or want to be like you for being who you are. But if you don't show of yourself, people can never make that decision. Um, you know, I also think just in terms of the consistency, you know, I always say to people when I'm coaching them on, on starting and growing their podcast, you know, always start with whatever you can commit to long term and then ramp it up from there. When I launched my podcast and I did episode one, I think I said I was going to do an episode every other week because I was terrified of breaking my commitment. And then I went from every other week to every week to once a week, twice a week, three times a week. And now we're set at three times a week and we're not going to move that. Um, but I, I think it's very, very important to be realistic and honest with yourself um, about what you can commit to long term. You can always add. You just don't want to subtract. And then the other thing is, is, you know, Give yourself the opportunity to succeed. You have to have the investor mindset and be playing the long game as an entrepreneur or you're going to be getting out before you were ever really in. Boom. That's one of my favorite things that I've heard you say, Kelly. Most people get out of the game before they're ever actually in it. And it's so true. Just show up every single day and you'll be shocked at what happens when you consistently play the game. So Kelly, as we wrap up this interview, I want to ask you a big question that I like to ask every guest, which is what is your best advice for newer entrepreneurs as they go out and seek their first 10 customers or clients? Connect with human beings. I can't emphasize enough, Brian, how many entrepreneurs out there today are struggling because they're not actually talking to humans. 
So invite people to a consultation with you. Get on and do live streaming and invite people to private message you and get on the phone with them. Send out emails to your email list. Start building your email list and then invite them to connect directly with you. Tear down the barriers between you and your target market and you will be blown away by the opportunity and the income that you can make as an entrepreneur. That's outstanding advice, and I challenge every single listener to do what Kelly just said. Be a human. I mean, even if your business is B2B or business to business, it takes a human being on the other side to cut that check to give you their credit card number. No business in the world has ever bought something from someone. It takes a human on both sides of the transaction. So Kelly, that's outstanding advice. You have been a wealth of knowledge. Where can listeners learn more about you and your business? Yeah, absolutely. Well, of course, Unstoppable Success Radio, we're live three times a week, and that is exclusively focused on helping entrepreneurs go further faster and accomplishing their entrepreneurial goals. Um, So that's a a great place to find me. I also have a great text opt-in related to launching and growing your podcast, if it's all right to share that, Brian. Yeah, do it. Yeah, so that's just one word, podcast launch, and you can send that into 44222. Also, as Brian mentioned already, there's all kinds of free resources on my website on on lots of different topics related to entrepreneurship, success, mindset, podcasting, etc. So feel free to uh, take a peek there and see what strikes your fancy. Awesome. So you can learn more about Kelly at her website, kellyroachcoaching.com. Her last name, Roach, is R-O-A-C-H, no E on the end of there. So it's kellyroachcoaching.com. Her podcast is the Unstoppable Success Radio. You can find it in iTunes, in Stitcher Radio. And Kelly, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been so much fun having you. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Brian. Thanks for listening to the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast with your host, Brian Lofermento. For show notes and to get a free copy of Brian's book, visit us online at thewantrepreneurshow.com.